You are listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud, conversations about trauma and healing from two women who are doing the work. My name is Jeremiah Jones, and I'm the producer of this podcast. In today's episode, Candace and Cher discuss specifics on how to develop greater self-awareness. Though we will never be perfectly self-aware, we can become more self-aware and experience greater satisfaction in our relationship to others and to ourselves. Listen in as Candace and Cher highlight the ways that they've increased their own self-awareness. Hi, everyone. It's Candace and Cher with Processing Trauma Out Loud, and we're back to do another episode today in our Cultivation Series. Last week, we started a new trait that we would like to cultivate in our lives. We are doing this with the understanding that when we've experienced complex childhood trauma, there's sometimes a little more complexity to understanding why we are responding to ways that have not felt good to us or maybe good to others. And so one of the traits that we think it's really important to cultivate that we started last week, share was the trait of developing more self-awareness. Yeah. And it was just such a lovely conversation with you, Candice, about how you are discovering some er new areas of self-awareness and just kind of how you process that. And it was really uh, such a fun episode to do together. Yeah. And I mentioned last week that it, it really was an invitation that you gave me to do that. And it was such a gift. You know, it, it's not that uncommon that you or I will feel some emotion and cry as we're recording. And that's okay. But last week, you got me in my feel share. Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, such, Love it. A, such a gift from you. Today, we're going to further the conversation on self-awareness, but we're going to look at some more specifics. Last week, we mentioned that having self-awareness is the ability to focus on oneself, our actions, our thoughts, our emotions, and really looking at what is aligning or not aligning with our own integrity or with our values of who we truly are. Self-awareness means that we become mindful. We become alert to the sensations in our bodies, how we're feeling, maybe thoughts that are coming up. And it does take work and it does take courage. You said something last week that before we get into the specifics, I just think it was so good. I, I would like for you to share it again, but it was in regards to finding out who we are. Yes, that self-awareness is, we tend to think about it as becoming aware of who we are, right? Like discovering what is the truth of who I am and my most authentic self. But I think it's also about discovering who I am not and identifying the, the labels that, that I have worn or the curses that have had power over me all through the years that really are not true of me. Self-awareness is also discovering who I am not. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is equally as important and, and very powerful. And often comes in the context of being in those close relationships with people who are seeing you well, knowing you well, loving you well. They have a desire. It's the opposite of being critical. You know, it's more moving towards and being open to let other people speak into your life about what they see as well. Right. Yep. Yeah, so I'm curious, what are some reasons of why we need, why do we need self-awareness? I think when we have experienced complex childhood trauma, we don't really know who we are. And I think that that is, a, that can be a very big struggle 
through life. It can feel like a sense of floundering, really. But we step into roles, and those roles can be anything from what we do in our job to parenting or being a good friend or, or, or whatever. But we step into roles without really knowing and having an, a good awareness of how I'm showing up in those places, in those spaces, with those people, in those relationships. And if we don't really know how we're showing up, it really limits every single aspect. It, it, it limits our ability to engage with others well. We spent four episodes talking about deep listening. If we don't have good self-awareness, we really are not good listeners. We aren't aware of how much we dominate in conversations or perhaps how much we shut down and just become silent in conversations, mm -hmm. for example. So I think that if we want to be able to step into our purpose mm -hmm. and allow our, our glory to be seen so that we can have an impact on the world the way that we deeply desire, and we all do have deep desires to have purpose and meaning in life, self-awareness is just imperative. Yeah, it's one reason I like story work, because we don't only look at the how we're showing up or not showing up, but story work allows us to really wrap the self-compassion piece on why, because we will align with our deepest belief about God, about ourselves, about others. And so we have to get some clarity on what do we really believe? Why do we believe it? And the most exciting part is that we can actually transform those belief systems into alignment with who we truly are. So true. Yeah. And so important because we've talked a lot about, or we talked off and on about IFS, internal family systems. And when our parts come forward, they speak messages that we embody, we embrace without recognizing that a lot of times or, or that always the messages that come from our parts, from our fragmented parts are not really speaking the truth of who we are in our authentic self. I'm thankful for discovering IFS several years ago. It, it is a very effective way to gain more self-awareness. Yeah. So we kind of have an idea of, you know, why do we need self-awareness? And can you share like, what are some ways that we can build self-awareness. And yeah. thankfully we can, right? <laughs> right. Yes. And we do want to get really clear on this. What are some practices? What are some tools that can really help build self-awareness? And I'm going to use one. I'm going to, to name one that has become very near and dear to my heart, and that is art and creativity. I, as I have learned to paint. And as I paint fairly often or do some artistic, mostly painting or drawing, I discover a lot about myself. It was the way that I really learned to notice the sensations that were going on in my body. And it's those, it's awareness of those sensations that have helped me learn so much about myself. For example, that I never would have named myself as having anxiety or being anxious, but have come to discover that I experience a lot of anxiety in my body. Yeah. So I think doing art, doing painting 
has helped me really identify a lot, particularly about self-awareness of the sensations in my body, as well as, I will name one other thing too, the inner critical voice and the Mm. messages that come up while I am doing art that as I have been able to slow down and then spend a little bit of focus on, okay, why is that message coming up? And how can I tend to that part of myself that feels afraid or needs to somehow shut things down by being critical? Art has been a big thing in helping me build self-awareness. I love how you've used art and you had a season that you were practicing and experiencing how art was helping you become more self-aware. And I'm going to put a little plug in here. I just have to, because I'm so excited for how this course that you just created and that you've recently launched is going to be such a gift for, you know, I believe anyone, but especially what's coming to me is maybe if someone struggles with being able to even know what they're feeling in their body and how to process that. And you've done it in in such a way that, oh gosh, it's almost like we are both believers in therapy and coaches. It's changed our lives. But man, you've made this so affordable that this is like kind of a coaching class. You know, we are not licensed therapists, so I'm not going to say that, but I will say, I believe the value is going to be amazing. Mm, Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to hear the feedback (laughs) and I can't wait to do it myself. So, yeah. And I'll just say to our listeners that this just launched. And if you're interested, it's called Art and Healing Beginning Watercolors. You can find access through our website, Processing Trauma Out Loud under the about link or also from our Facebook page, you can find a link there. So would love to have our listeners check that out. There's a lot of information before they buy. You will know what you're getting into. Yes, and would love the feedback. So thanks. I'm wondering even if next week, because I, you know, we kind of have our, not that we can't veer off, but I really want to get into more of what we're talking about. But here's what's coming up for me. I would like to kind of interview you next week, if that's okay, about the self-awareness aspect of you creating this course mm. and launching it. Yeah, I, I think it'll be helpful because every single one of us has a gift, has a talent, has a calling, has a mission, however you want to say it. What is it about having self-awareness or lack thereof that's holding us back from really moving towards something that would give us great joy to do? Yeah. Creativity and art for you. And then you said knowing what to do with the inner critic. I will say for me, one way that I continue to build self-awareness is through initially just hiring a coach who understood childhood complex trauma. There was a part of me that I just assumed this is how people saw me and felt about me because it was how I saw me and felt about me. Mm -hmm. It was almost like I would brace, like I remember going into this coaching, feeling somewhat of always bracing myself of hearing once again about how bad I was or that how wrong I was. And after months and months and months of that not happening, I started to be curious about 
is my perception of myself not true? Yeah. If you want to know more about that, listen to last week's because we really get into it. So yeah, hiring a coach Yeah, and then our pearls group that took it into the group setting. The other thing that has really been so beneficial for me, and I actually practice this daily still, I don't even think about practicing it because it's just become a habit. And I want to mention, this isn't about morbid introspection that keeps you stuck. It's actually just the opposite. Oh, it is introspection and it is being self-aware, but in a way that frees you up. And there is a difference, but I often, honestly, with not even being aware of it anymore, because I do it is I examine or I notice my emotional reactions. Mm. It has been life-changing for me because what was once normal and sometimes very painful for me because it would happen so quickly that I didn't have or feel like I had control of it or knew how to control the anger that would come up or the ability to just cut someone off and walk away and actually not even feel the loss of it. All of that has changed for the good. Yeah. Yeah. So those, those would probably be my top two. Another one that comes to my mind, Candice, that has really helped me cultivate self-awareness, and I've talked about this before, but that is journaling. Mm -hmm. And I want to specifically name journaling the things that have caused me to feel the most shame. Yeah. Because I, I became aware of how resistant I was to look at Whenever the sensations of shame came, I would turn away. And when I became aware of that, I, I started to get curious. Like, why am I not curious about what's going on here or what I'm feeling or what's below the waterline? And why am I not curious about why this even brings up shame in mm -hmm. me? And so I would start journaling about when I would notice the sensations of shame come up, I would journal about that setting that yeah. here's who was there, here's what was said, here's when I started feeling shame. And then I have tried to make it a practice to then expose that to someone else mm -hmm. and let someone else know about when this situation happened. I, I started to notice that I really felt shame, which then that and then recognizing that I could do that and be met with love, not mm -hmm judgment or harsh condemnation, but, but with love, that really then empowered me to begin to go back to my stories and to begin to name the deepest places of shame to one or two people that I carried with me my whole life. And that is where I have found such freedom in recognizing some of the lies that I believed about myself that just were, were not even true. Well, the self-awareness piece of, oh, this is that shame. And now knowing what to do with it, it, it really is meeting that part with love and compassion to transform and heal so that you can show up and do what you were created to do. Yeah. Which you're, which you're doing. Yeah. Cher, I want to just say you are very intentional about doing this. The self-awareness piece of, here's what I want to say. I hear the seriousness of this for you. I also know your stories. You felt so much shame for many, many years. And there is, it, I'm just saying it's beautiful that you are going 
after your healing. Yeah. Mm. Because it's not easy. Right. Yeah. So I, I just want to say, I, I love getting to witness what's happening in your life right now. Thanks for saying that. And it's, as you know, it's what a blessing it is to have people that are walking this journey with, with me to not feel like I'm an anomaly because I am very intentional about this. I want to heal. I will just say that many, many years ago, I remember kind of at the beginning when I began to just look at and name the deep harm that I experienced, that I really felt so very alone in it. And I didn't know even where to go or what to do. And finding a place to belong in this journey has made just all the difference. And I'm so, so grateful. Yeah. So it's made a difference for me and you and all of those that we're walking with right now. A good conversation today and look forward to wrapping this self-awareness, cultivating self-awareness trait next week. All right. Great to be with you, Candice. Love you, friend. Love you too. Thank you for listening to Processing Trauma Out Loud. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to suggested resources and social media. Like, subscribe, and follow to keep up with our weekly content. And if you don't mind, take a moment to rate and review us. Your feedback is extremely valuable and contributes to the success of this podcast. One last thing. If you have found this podcast helpful in any way, or if you have questions on how to take the next steps on your healing journey, please reach out to us via email at CandiceShare at gmail.com. That's K-A-N-D-A-C-E-S-H-E-R at gmail.com. Music was created by Caleb Paxton, and our sound engineer is Jeremiah Jones of Pilot Story, LLC. We welcome you to join us for more conversations soon. Take care.